Section 1 of The National Geographic Magazine, Volume 7, March 1896. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avaii in March 2016. The so-called Jeannette Relics by Professor William H. Dahl much interest has been excited by the recent rumor that news had been received from nansen via siberia in discussing the rumor i mentioned that the supposed relics of the jeannette found off Julianehaab in greenland were in all probability in no way connected with the jeannette expedition but were due to a boyish prank of some of the members of the greeley relief expedition of eighteen eighty four in attempting to formulate his expressions of an interview with me during which the subject was discussed and which were not revised by me the reporter unfortunately fell into some inaccuracies not unnatural in a person unfamiliar with the technicalities of arctic exploration but for which the telegrams to the press made me responsible it seems desirable therefore to lay before those interested in such matters a statement of the facts bearing on the two questions involved namely were the relics really derived from the jeannette expedition and if not were they the result of a mystification as above suggested the first is of course the only one of importance to geographers for if the relics were spurious it matters but little whence they were derived the facts are now in order. 1. The Jeannette sank June eleventh, 1881, in the Arctic Sea, about 180 miles northwest from the New Siberian Islands. 2. The Greeley Relief Expedition of 1884 reached the coast of Greenland in May. The Bear met the pack ice near Godhaven about May 13, the Thetis and Loch Gary May 22nd, the alert on june fifth the latter left godhaven june nine and reached upanivik june thirteen three on june eighteen some eskimo found on the surface of an ice floe of julianehaab in southwest greenland some articles which were turned over to the danish officer in charge of that settlement herr leitzen who sent them to a friend in copenhagen these comprised among other things some broken biscuit boxes a pair of oilskin trousers said to have been marked louis noros the name of one of the jeannette survivors who was a member of the greeley relief expedition of eighteen eighty four and a number of written papers especially a list of the boats of the jeannette and a list of provisions signed by delong the commander of the jeannette expedition and stated to be entirely in his or a single handwriting four the greeley relief expedition left greenland from godhaven july nine without touching at julianehaab five in the latter part of the winter of eighteen eighty four through eighty five a danish correspondent wrote to dr emil bessels formerly of the polaris expedition and a well-known arctic expert at washington stating that news of these various relics had been received in copenhagen and requesting his opinion as to their authenticity the substance of this letter was communicated to me by dr bessels who was much interested in the find as if genuine 
it obviously furnished important data toward a knowledge of the drift in the polar regions the presence in washington during eighteen eighty five of many members of the relief expedition in connection with the various investigations which followed their return enabled dr bessels to interview many of the seamen as well as their officers and to accumulate a large mass of notes from his examination of them on one or two occasions i was invited to be present when some of these men called on dr bessels the well-known tendency of articles on the surface of ice under the influence of the sun to sink through it to the level of the water even such trifles as birds feathers or dead leaves being rapidly engulfed as i have often personally noticed led to doubts as to the possibility of the articles mentioned having remained on the surface of the ice for three years during a drift of three thousand miles exposed to the elements the possibility of the preservation of written papers under such conditions seemed almost incredible the close approximation of the dates of the presence of the relief expedition on the west greenland coast and that of the finding of the relics was also suspicious the testimony of the seamen interviewed was in brief to the effect that the presence of Jeannette survivors on the relief expedition had suggested to someone the possibility of producing a sensation in the fleet which for some time followed the foremost vessels that in a spirit of boyish levity this hoax was conceived and carried out with no intention of serious deception or thought of the possible consequences no names were mentioned and the evidence was to the effect that a general impression prevailed among the men that some such prank had been played rather than that any particular man questioned was personally cognizant of the act dr bessels gathered an amount of evidence tending to support this hypothesis which he showed me and which covered forty or fifty pages of fool's cap this record was afterward burned with his library and other papers in a fire which destroyed his residence at glendale d c in consequence dr bessels communicated to his european correspondents his belief that the relics were fictitious and the result of a hoax i stated to dr rink and others who inquired of me the same conclusions six in eighteen eighty eight dr nansen made his celebrated journey across greenland and presumably heard of the relics there before his return dr bessel died in germany where he had taken up his residence up to this time either the doubts which had been thrown on the authenticity of the relics or some other reason had prevented them from exciting much interest and the owner seems to have resisted any attempt to verify their authenticity by sending photographs or originals of the papers to america when requested the papers and other objects were placed in a box in a garret and after the death of the owner were burned as worthless with the acquiescence of the widow as herr leitzen had published an account of them geographie titzgrift eight eighteen eighty five through eighty eight pages forty nine through fifty one and the finder and possessor alike acted in perfect good faith throughout it is probable that after dr bessel's opinion was communicated to him the owner attached no great value to the objects otherwise his wife would hardly have been ignorant of it when dr nansen endeavoured to examine these objects with a view of determining their authenticity they were no longer in existence 
one of his friends whose name has slipped my memory and whose letter is temporarily inaccessible wrote to me on nansen's behalf as he explained asking my opinion which was sent some time before the starting of nansen's latest expedition baron nordenskjöld was also informed some time before nansen sailed so that there is no doubt that nansen was cognizant of the fact that the authenticity of the relics was seriously questioned he had previously admitted as much in his paper above cited but did not on that account relax his faith in them conclusions it is evident that the proof that the relics were the result of a hoax is not complete and in the nature of things unless the parties actually concerned shall admit it is never likely to be completed each person will form his own opinion from the data submitted i have spent some ten years of my life at sea nearly half of the time in command of a united states surveying vessel and i am quite aware of the nature of sailor men and sailors evidence dr bessels was for years my intimate and valued friend and associate and in all our intercourse nothing ever occurred to lead me to doubt his earnest endeavour to get at the truth of this matter my own conclusions are first that the relics were not authentic and second that they were probably due to a hoax as stated above in support of the first conclusion beside the data given the probability that the long himself would be writing out receipts for stores is very small there has been since eighteen forty eight an average of two or three ships a year lost in the ice north of bering strait and in the vicinity of the point where the jeannette entered the pack not a single relic of all the enormous fleet of over one hundred wrecks has ever been identified on the greenland coast where wood has always been of the greatest value driftwood from northern rivers is cast up on the greenland coast more or less every year but there is no evidence that it comes from points east of nova zembla it is not impossible that some of it does but it cannot be proved some twenty odd years ago a throwing stick of the pattern used at port clarence near bering strait came ashore on the coast of greenland near godharp and was presented to the museum at christiania by dr rink when one remembers how the crews of whale-ships collect curios which they carry to all parts of the world and which are often thrown away or lost in the most unexpected places the certainty that this stick drifted from port clarence a distance of not less than four thousand miles is evidently not to be taken for granted i have received from lagoons on the west side of the peninsula of lower california formerly frequented by whalers marine shells unquestionably of north european origin puccinum undatum especially which is not known in the pacific at all and i have also received indo-pacific species as well as coconut shells collected by john murdoch from the shores of the arctic ocean north of bering strait that the drift of the jeannette was due to the prevalent winds is beyond question as already shown by melville and as may be worked out by anybody from the data that if continued it would have passed across the pole as argued by nansen is a pure assumption though a very enticing one certainly no one interested in arctic work but must most heartily wish that that courageous explorer may succeed in proving his hypothesis and return in safety to claim the laurels his success would earn 
in regard to the second point that of the origin of the so-called relics if regarded as fictitious i have already stated my conclusion that the story of the hoax seems sufficient to account for them to be perfectly impartial however one must admit that the currents about southwest greenland are such that objects set adrift on the ice from any great distance to the northward of julianehab would usually be set over to the westward rather than inshore although this general rule is subject to exceptions due to strong westerly winds this fact alone i suspect was sufficient to satisfy nansen whose hypothesis was already framed but it must be remembered that the greenland current does not round cape farewell with equal strength at all seasons of the year that the advent of the relief expedition was exceptionally early the influx into baffin's bay had not begun and that along such a coast as that of greenland eddies and reverse currents cannot fail to occur while not without weight i cannot assign to nansen's objection sufficient weight to overcome the other indications which for me at least lead to the conclusion that the so-called jeannette relics have not been shown to have any certain connection with the jeannette expedition furthermore there is no certainty that the alaskan throwing stick was brought to the coast of greenland by oceanic currents and even if it was the time occupied in the transit and the route are alike absolutely unknown so that speculations as to a drift across the region of the pole receive from this incident no positive confirmation admiral sir e inglefield the distinguished arctic traveller at the meeting of the royal geographical society called to discuss nansen's plans told of finding a fresh stick of siberian pine with the bark still upon it and which seemed to have been only a few months in the water on the west shore of wellington channel which enters baffin's bay from the west if such a tree could be carried eastward in a few months from siberia to a point accessible by ships from baffin's bay why is it not more probable that this throwing stick lost near port clarence was carried north and east by the well-known northeasterly shore current past point barrow and so on to baffin's bay and the greenland coast at this meeting such arctic authorities as admiral sir george nares captain Wharton, hydrographer r n ex-hydrographer sir george richards r n and sir joseph hooker united in the opinion that nothing was known about the direction or existence of sea currents in the region nansen hoped to traverse and that all opinions in regard to them must be purely speculative the doubtful character of the so-called jeannette relics was also distinctly pointed out it cannot be said therefore that nansen pursued his plans in ignorance of the doubtful elements of his hypothesis but rather that his courage energy and audacity were such that he was willing to risk everything to put his speculations to a final test end of section one